What's up, everybody? I'm Marlon. And I'm Marie. And welcome back to another episode of On Our Radar, guys. Hope you had a great holiday weekend. Got to relax. Got to take in everything. Mm-hmm. And just be. Just be. Okay. Just. Is that what you were doing? Just being? Trying to. Okay. <clears throat> really? What, we whatever. hope you guys just be, too. What other B can I be but me? Okay. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I'm just sure. <laughs> but in any case, uh, we are back with another episode. Uh, we are a little bit late. Um, not due to anything of our own, just, you know, adulting. Things happen and we just got held up, but we're not going to go another day without getting an episode out. So here we are. And as always, before we get into the topic of today's episode, we want to start promoting the small businesses that we have on our feed in episode. So here is today's small business spotlight. Thank you. Today's small business spotlight is Levels Beauty. When you want to take self-care Sunday to the next level, they're exactly what you're looking for. Anything from nails, brows, to facials, Levels Beauty does it all. They're professional and will work with you to find the best treatment. So check them out. It's levelsbeauty.com or check out their IG. And I should have said earlier, Levels is spelled with a Z. So L-E-V-E-L-Z, beauty. Um, Check them out. And if you guys... As always, if you guys have a small business you would like us to shout out, please hit us up on It's On Our Radar, um, at IG, It's On Our Radar, or on our email at It's On Our Radar at gmail.com. Awesome. awesome. Thank you. So today we are getting into a little bit, uh, this is a little bit of a two-parter. Uh, first half, we wanted to discuss a little thing that we watched a podcast together, um, a podcast that I'm actually... I'm subscribed to, and I wouldn't say religiously watching, but, you know, I watch it as much as I can so the episodes can kind of build up so I have something to, some content to keep up with. Um, We Are Man Enough. It's a great podcast uh, with Justin Baldoni, uh, Liz Plank, and Jamie Heath. Um, Check it out on YouTube or wherever you guys are streaming podcasts as well if you want to listen and not watch. Um, they are three amazing people that are breaking down the social stereotypes of masculinity and how to kind of redefine it as they coined the phrase. Um, this particular episode I was watching on my own and I thought the topic was so keen of what we've ta- you know, tapped in on from time to time in previous seasons, but I really wanted to get into the meat of it. And I said, you know, no better person to really talk about this would be the person that we've actually had the conversations about, which was, you know, my wife. So I asked her to sit down and watch it um, and taking what she her perspective of what she took from it. And, you know, I have my perspective of what I took from it. And we want to just have an open conversation on air with it, because I know some of you guys that are in relationships, both, you know, heterosexual or otherwise, you know, can get into these topics as well. And, you know relationships ain't easy and the best way to deal with it is talking and trying to figure out the best route so this is kind of where we were and where we are now so i wanted to definitely get the hot take so i'll let you start off okay well the meat and potatoes of the episode 
focused on gender roles yeah. um, and the negative ways they can impact a happy, mar- uh, happy marriage or happy relationship. Yeah. From who's supposed to do the cooking and cleaning to who's supposed to handle the money. Um, I'll do a little breakdown mm-hmm. what gender roles actually, um, the definition of gender roles. In our society, gender roles are how we're expected to act speak, dress, groom, and conduct ourselves based on our quote-unquote assigned sex. For example, girls and women are generally expected to dress in typically feminine ways, be polite, accommodating, and nurturing. So, um, not too long ago, actually, Mm -hmm. while I was watching the 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 podcast, the show, Mm -hmm. um, I realized that not too long ago you and I had sat down and plainly broke up the duties of the house. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I guess, oh, <laughs> this basically happened because of several disagreements. Um, we kind of basically fell into what works best for each person or what okay you do this because you're better at this or you not just you're better at this you actually like doing it right and also some things it's like hey you seem to be doing this really well do you want to just take this particular thing on for the household so Mm -hmm. that the household can do really well with it Mm -hmm. and so what so forth and so much I think right. I said that incorrectly, but either way, we <laughs> you know it. what I mean. Yeah. Um, so I actually sat through that and kind of patted myself on the back a little bit mm-hmm. because I was just like, "Wow, we literally did the thing that they're suggesting couples do, just out of like normalcy." Yeah. Or like automatic, like well, you know, hey, well, you really seem to zen out, zone out, and find yourself when you're cooking. Mm-hmm. So enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Go forth and do great things. Go forth and do great things for the household. Yeah. And you know, and um, or you know, for me, I better at like saving money and I'm getting better at organizing things. <laughs> yeah, okay. I would say I take my cute my organization cues from you. Right. Right. That at the beginning of a relationship, I don't want to say by Struggle City. It was struggle um, Struggle City. I don't want to say I, okay, I will say my uh, what who would you call it? Uh, being immaturity in my in, okay. in my immaturity. Okay. I didn't want to admit it to you, mm-hmm. nor did I want to admit it to myself mm-hmm. that you were better at this than I was. Right. So I put my foot down. Mm. I put my foot down hard. Yeah. Because yeah, it did. was like, oh no, like <sighs> absolutely yeah. not. Even though, like, literally, I have two eyes. They both work mm-hmm. relatively. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to have glasses, but they both work. <laughs> so I can physically can see. see. Yeah. I open my eyes every day and I can actually see how better at some things that you are than I am. Right. Yet, I just I had a mind block. Right. And eventually one day. 
it, it did catch up to you. It caught one hundred percent caught up, up to, me. to you, so, and it was. I think it was twofold. I had like yeah, I had like two. You had two payments. Yeah, you had <laughs> two. two big, you had two big boo boos. <laughs> And I think we've same uh, month, y'all. Yeah, and I I definitely told this story on the podcast a couple of times, but just to make sure that we understand, like the two, like the two big boo boos was like no go, like it was a hard, hard no go, and they were both bills that Mm -hmm. needed to be paid and they were past due. Yeah, and And, it it was it was so past it was like past to the point that like I couldn't even make another payment. Yeah, it was. I couldn't use the card anymore. Yeah, they they stopped they stopped it. Like yeah. they stopped it immediately, and I think it was like a regular Sunday, mm-hmm. and we were sitting and watching TV, and you went to go do something. I think you were about to order Seamless or something like that, something. and you were like, "Oh, my car doesn't work," and you were like, "Oh," and I was just like, "Oh, snap! Okay, well, your car doesn't work. Why don't you just go try online?" Try another and make- card. Yeah, try another card, and then you were like, "Okay, that card didn't work," and I was just like. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, maybe you need to go online and just check to make sure everything is okay. You're like, nah, nah. I'm like, no, no, no. Anytime you sit there and two cards don't work, one is one is fine. One is fine. You can kind of let it sit there, but two, there's a problem. So she logs in. She sits there, and then she creepily turns her head and gives me this awkward smile, like. <laughs> she gave me a full-blown Tina, Tina Belcher. Belcher. Full-blown Tina Belcher. And I said to her, I was like, what's the problem? And she just goes, I missed my payment. I was like, what do you mean you missed your payment? She goes, I forgot to write the check. I was like, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. That's Absolutely. it. I was like, first of all, I wasn't even like... I think it was like spawning a couple of weeks ago, like prior to that happening. Because we had a different conversation about how she was sticking to the point to write checks. Yeah. And I was telling her, I was just like, listen, I don't I don't fight you for writing checks. Don't get me wrong. However, there is a very specific thing about writing checks and not being on time with them that mm-hmm. will catch up to bite you. So if you forget to write it, that means you forget to pay it. And if you forget to pay it, it's you paid. It's, it's unpaid. It's unpaid. It's unpaid. Yo, yo, I think this one, this one, one time I wrote the check, I put it in the envelope. I put the envelope in my bag and I walked around for a week and a half with it in my bag unmailed. That was one. Right. And another time, one of my checks was intercepted by a vagrant. Vagabond. Vagabond. Yeah, and they used it to cash out. To cash the it. The cash and out the money. And the bank said, oh, it was such a small amount. We didn't realize. You didn't realize? Like- <laughs> that, was, that shit was wild. After those two wild. incidents. Wild. It was that was two incidents. We had the conversation about her writing checks. Mm-hmm. And then she fought me still. And I said, okay, I'm going to let you be. Mm-hmm. And then not even a couple of weeks later, you have two missed payments <laughs> on your credit cards. That was my final straw. Yeah. That was my final straw. I think I sat her down. Yes, and you did. I sat her down, put the laptop in front of her, guys. I'm not yep. even joking you. And I said, you are going to do linked payments to all of your cards right now. Right now. Right now. I turned, I mean, I literally sat her down. Like, I, you know, I, I, I felt bad in the moment because I was just so heated. 
but I was I'm treating you like a child. I had it was, to. Treat- it was father figure sat down like, oh my god, you got another D? Like no, <laughs> like I You're straight sit up, down. <laughs> like I straight up like just was like no, complete dad mode. I sat her down. I got everything. I was just like, here's your debit card. Give me all this <laughs> information. Your- and I sat down with her, and I was just like, you're doing each and every one right now <laughs> it took her about three hours almost to get all of it linked up properly because she some of them she forgot her damn password some of them i didn't even have like access to the online thing no like had to create, i still don't you cre- you had to create accounts and i was just I like, had to create accounts i was like wow <laughs> that was his face i was like wow, wow this is what we have to do oh my god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's like this is this is rough this is yeah. rough city he's like oh my god so, marie really really and i'm like i'm sorry yeah it was it was literally a was good rough. chunk of the day lots of wine was had yeah still pushed back yeah even throughout for she was like why is this needed I was like, wait a minute. How could you say that? <laughs> I was like, wait, you're, you're, you're not paying. <laughs> you're still, you're still arguing with me. I was like, but, but you were like, it will be so much easier. And, and it's so not, and I told her, I was just like, you know, one of the things is that it's not even about being easier when it comes, especially down to your credit card amounts. If you miss, yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It like if your you score, you keep going down this road. It's not gonna look for when it's time for the big boy purchases. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna reflect well on you. That's so true. I was just like, if you want to save yourself the hassle of having to deal with that down the line, let's just you know get on top of it now. There's just no point for you to let that sit there. You know, adulting is gonna happen whether you want to or not. And I'd rather do less <laughs> than more. When especially it comes to bill payments. Just saying. So, yes, I guess that was in the trick of the, you know, my organizational skills coming Absolutely. up beforehand. I I'm just a person that likes to just get it out the way, get it done, and then you figure out what you have left over, and that's where it goes down to. However, in that same vein, I may pay bills on time, but my savings sucks. Like I will everything will be paid. And I will have money left over. And it's just like, okay, the money is going to go to maybe three different things, which mm-hmm. is, you know, pay yourself, mm-hmm. you know, which I definitely learned you got to pay yourself. And then, you know, I put something over here for a little emergency fund and then over here for a little vacation fund. And then that's it. I got nothing else. So I'm like, I need to save better. I need to save more. How do I achieve that? This is where she shines. Yeah. She shines in saving. Like, she will. <clears throat> do it consistently and i'm like where's all this coming from she's like oh, i just saved it i'm like huh? save what yeah. i don't know so i have definitely ever since i was a kid i've been yeah. pretty good with saving like i save for like christmas right i save for birthdays because birthdays i realized um after college those motherfuckers spring up at almost any given time because you know you're not remembering when your friend's birthdays are but then you get the call Okay, well, in your early 20s, is that like you really remembered? Okay. Jesus. And you <laughs> get the funny. call like, oh, you know, hey, girl, hey, guy, you know, this weekend we're going to go out drinking and blah, blah, blah. You're like, this weekend? But, ooh. Was it on the 15th or the 30th of the month? <laughs> are you having this event? I don't have any. It's Nani. Listen, we all know. Yeah, okay. it's caught me a couple times. We all know. If you are looking to go out, it's usually during a pay period. It has okay. to be during a pay it's period. It's usually guys. any any type of ventures that are on the off pay period. 
you're playing with fire. <laughs> you're playing with fire. You are. You're playing with fire. I'm not even trying to be funny. This is how the uh, you know the 20s and early 30s and mid 30s adulting goes down. Yeah. If you're going on a pay period and you know you're kind of just dealing with what you got to deal with and money is just where it is, and all of a sudden you're going out on an off paycheck. <sighs> One time I nursed one beer the entire night and I was tight. I was tight. I don't think I had anything to snack on because I I was like, I'm not buying anything else. It was a gamble. I wouldn't have showed up had I not had my MetroCard already paid for. Okay, that's where that's where we were at. That's where we were at. I was like, I can't touch any of these cards because I I didn't pay. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. But I didn't want to. Because there's a point where it's like, ooh, all right, lay off the card for a minute. Yeah. So, yeah, like, that was, you know, I was rounding a hole. And <laughs> all I could do is drink my, uh, what was it? it? must have been some kind of cider. Cider beer. Mm. Yeah, I got the cheapest beer I could get. Damn. And the biggest glass. Damn. And I just, you know, um, sucked on it all night and sulked to myself because I couldn't even get like, you know, the pizza on the way back to the casa because, you know, I like I like to I like the pizza at the end of the night of drinking. I know. Yeah. Other people like other things. I met a group of people that were into like hamburgers. That's a thing. You know, it's not too bad. It's like I had a hamburger. It's like, okay. Either that or papaya dog. What? Papaya dog. Oh. Hamburger from there? They have those? I mean, they have hamburgers? No, I'm just talking a regular papaya dog. Oh, no. I haven't done that. Like a hot dog at the end of the night? No. I've seen people do that. I mean, listen, that's that's definitely freaking West Fork. That's me and my West Fork nights. I've seen people at the papaya dog lined up just... Mm, I, no. You know I, what? I guess I, I'm not here to judge nobody, man. I'm Whatever judging. you're, you're eating a hot dog, like, what are you doing? Go across the street and get the 99 cents pizza. I'm judging. Okay. I don't think a hot dog is gonna feel good coming up, but then neither does marinara sauce. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> there's no win. <laughs> there I is... don't know. At least I don't have hot dog breath. All right. Well, back on topic. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> back on topic. Um, so like I said, we decided to play to each other's strengths. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. um, how did you get so comfortable with doing non-traditional male gender roles? Uh, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. There's a couple of factors that did come into it. Number one, um, you know, I come from a single parent household. My mom raised me basically my entire life. So independence was kind of the forefront of her teaching Mm -hmm. so learning to do things by myself and you know having a lot of confidence in myself to do those things was key and she really installed that in me um i think what at age like 12 i was going to the laundromat and doing the laundry by myself um washing my school uniform learning the machines and all that that was done um you know, every, and just little responsibilities around the house just to say, hey, 
this is what it means to maintain a household and contribute to said household as most parents tell you to hey clean up your toys off the floor mm -hmm. and you know fix wash your bed yeah, and wash the dishes bed, yeah. and things like yep, that yep. those little things are automatically ingrained in you but when it comes to quote-unquote those domestic things it was just taught to me that if you want to have a healthy outlook for yourself you got to do these things you know your clothes need to get washed they're not just gonna magically be done you're not silver spooned so you got to do it so th that part was not really like oh that's a woman's thing to do never thought that as i grow grew up and later in life especially when it came down to my mom just be like yo i'm i'm, I'm not gonna be cooking for you every night dogs you know you're gonna have to start to learn how to cook for yourself and i said okay you know i'll figure it out as you do trial and error and then i kind of just enjoyed it because i was also creating things that i like to eat versus what the family had to eat and that was really okay with me um so it just grew into those and i just had an affinity to like cooking more than anything else it just became not more of a chore and just more of a hobby wow that's like wild to me so i i i've never was just like oh i have to cook and clean i i i'm a clean person yes that's naturally kind of the way i am that I is naturally the way you are i am not with the shits when it comes to no, um not. a dirty place nope. and i don't like let things sit dirty for long nope so that was kind of like just me just saying, okay, I just do that. I, I'm the type of person, and I'll let you know straight up, while I cook, I clean at the same time. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. I will I will literally cook and clean at the same time. Yes. So I've what adopted I, that. <laughs> what I'm I, not sure if that's something like my mom or my grandma used to do. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. Either one of them were like super big, like, oh, I love to cook. Mm hmm yeah so i don't but i definitely know that i have adopted that like clean while you cook mentality because it just abs absolutely makes the cleanup a lot easier yeah yeah and and that comes from a logical space absolutely yeah. and you are if anything logical <laughs> very logical very logical individual right here the shit that you say sometimes you're like, why would I do that? Because blah, 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 and blah, blah, And it's like, you're right, but who the fuck would think of it like that? <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of times, Marie does look at me like with the utmost, I wouldn't say awe, because awe is just like you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say awe, but just like fascination of mm -hmm. how you came to that conclusion. It's like the same logic, like when we speak about when we're watching shows and they're like, oh, this person cheats and stuff like that. I'm like, I my brain doesn't work that way because <laughs> it just, I'm not feeding too much. Not splitting my money. I'm not, I'm not feeding two <laughs> mouths. I can't do that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. It's either Bye. one or the other. So, yeah, but, you know, I, I definitely, when people hear, or like even used when I used to be in the dating scene, and people will, you know, ask me questions about what I like to do. I do say I like to cook. Yeah, and that was one of your things. Yeah, I, you know, I say I like to cook. And, you know, they would always ask me, like, oh, you like to cook? And I'm like, yeah, why not? And they're like, well, you know, that's typically a female yep. thing. And, da -da 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 -da. and I'm like, well, at the end of the day, it's what I love to do. So I'm not going to sit there and not 
tell you that or hide it in some type of shame. Or make excuses for it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to do that. There's no, you know, the way the the world is set up these days for these gender roles and what is masculine and what is feminine, that's so blurred. It's tired and unfair and just, yeah. Do you yeah. remember what I said to you when you said you like to cook? Uh-huh. Do you remember? No, I don't. I said, great. You can cook. I What I meant is great. You can cook. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Not, oh, you can cook. Like, no, great. Then you, you can, can you cook. You can cook. Got you. Go ahead and Got cook. You. I do now kind of faintly remember that. And I did think of it as, oh, great. You can cook. So, no, no. I meant great. You, you can cook. You can gotcha, cook. Gotcha. Well, look at that I full circle. Absolutely don't know. Well, the first time like I really made um, a meal meal, mm-hmm. like a dinner meal, mm-hmm. I was practicing for when we moved in. Like oh. we were dating. I knew we were going to be moving in. So my mother was like, you got to like, <laughs> we got to get on this. So. That's when I started, like, oh. trying to practice, like, make, yeah, and so I made fish, I remember, one uh-huh. night, Okay. and she thought, she's like, oh my god, you did this really well. Okay. I was like, oh, okay, 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 Okay. <laughs> I think I read a recipe. Yeah. Anyways, the first time I did my own laundry, I was in college. Mm. <laughs> wow. Okay. I had to ask one of my friends how to use the machine. Damn. It was so funny. It was she was standing there with me and this guy, and she was like t- showing us what to do. And I was just like, I would be embarrassed, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I knew to separate my stuff. Right. She didn't need to tell me that. I knew that. But like my washing machine, because we had one in the house, so that she she did the laundry. Mm-hmm. By she, I mean my mother. I would take it out and hang it up in iron and mm-hmm. put it away. Right. That was my job. But like to actually do the laundry, no, she did that. So, but I, she did show me like if it was push come to shove, I could start the machine. But that machine was totally different than the one at school. Right. So I was just looking at it like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So, but then you know it's not the hardest thing, and anyway. And, you know, I, I have to say we stumbled a lot in so many of conversations that we had as a couple verse and really spawning off of just me really wanting to get a clear understanding of what her play was and what my play would be and what we watched kind of sparked conversations, which led into the deeper conversations. It really is just how we have played throughout our relationships. A lot of these conversations are we fall into them or yep. Yep. you know something happens where a situation comes up or we miss something or something happened and we're like okay wait a minute is this how you want to keep going and then we'll just go into it so when it came down to us choosing and i i guess i'm just not going to say gender roles i'm going to just say our responsibilities yeah i'm going to say our responsibilities that's what we say our, our household responsibilities. responsibilities we you know we decided hey I will be the lead cook. Uh, when it comes down to cleaning, we will go in almost 70-30 route a little bit. Uh, when it comes to the organization, same thing, a 70-30 route. But I feel like it's rising on your side. Absolutely. It's rising on Absolutely. your side. Absolutely. 100%. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing a lot better. You're doing a lot better. I, I will give you. her all the gold stars. She's doing a lot better. She still cries about it. 
Oh yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely will suck, suck, sulk about it. Yeah, she still cries about it, but you know she's getting a lot better because at the end of the day, it's automatically coming out, so she doesn't have a choice. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. You know, but you know other things we just we go with what we feel. We go with what we feel we're most comfortable with, and we know who's going to be taking the lead on what. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> Especially for me, and I've said this in past episodes, it took a lot for me to understand the realistic expectations of the partnership that I'm in with Marie, because I have to give away a lot of my, oh, I'm the man, I'm supposed to be doing this, or oh, I'm the man, she shouldn't know about this. I have to break away those stigmas because leaving her in the dark about these things doesn't help me Mm-mm. it definitely doesn't help her and it doesn't help us as a couple right you know there is no shame in admitting these are not my best traits and i need you to help me with that because you shine better than i do you know you may have heard me say on past episodes that you know it still takes me a little while when i'm like oh man you know she's helping on something that's financial you know she's like oh i got this and i'm like well i should have this because i'm the man and i'm supposed to be able to provide but at the end of the day there are two working people in this household and someone might have a light check one day mm-hmm. and the other person might have a heavier check because they're the one busting out the overtime you know let me hold you down for this yeah you know those types of conversations should be happening more often and that's what we're promoting especially now right you know put yourselves in an open space with each other and really talk about what is your strengths yeah and what you feel you guys can support each other on Mm -hmm. and i say this especially for the guys that are listening the pride aspect of it is going to be hard for you to get over and i think you guys do need to get over it because it will show how open you are with your partner. Yes. And that level of vulnerability will carry you through everything, especially for those who may be on the verge of losing their job or thinking about starting their own business and leaving their job. Yep. Okay? Those types of conversations help you pad for what's to come next. You guys don't want to sit there and be like, okay, I have to deal with this on my own. I have to be this person. I have to do that. It's never that way. You know, when you guys are in the committed relationships or you're doing the marriages and, you know, you're invested in each other, you're invested in each other for what? The good and the bad. Okay. Okay. So I say for guys, just take a moment and really think about how you fit in the role you are as your partner Mm -hmm. how do you fit in the role as the long-term boyfriend the significant other the husband and note and note to yourself what are some of these roles that people say that i should have Mm -hmm. if i don't exude those qualities and my wife does why can't she take the lead on it There's no reason she can't take the lead on it. Right. And vice versa. Right, right, right. You know, ladies, you should be doing the same thing. 
if you see the husband is busting out a risotto better than you, yes. then there's a reason why he's going to be the lead cook. Mm-hmm. If he just happens to be a more nurturing person than you are, doesn't mean that you're a bad mother or a bad female, bad woman. It just means that, hey, you happen to have a more nurturing um, man in your life and perhaps he should take over more of the childcare rending stuff. It doesn't, it's not a, it's not a demerit on you and your character. Don't let other people say it's a demerit on you and your character because honestly, they don't know anything. They don't know anything about their relationship. Right. If there are in one. Right. And most of the time, these people don't be in a freaking relationship or if they are, it's, it's not a healthy one. Right. So concentrate on you and your relationship and what works best for you guys because at the end of the day wouldn't that be better like okay think about it it's hard to think about it as if it's a job Mm -hmm. when you have a job doing the things that you enjoy doing or the things that you are good at doing doesn't the day go by way quicker right it doesn't like drag aren't you enjoying it more even if you're busy you still kind of enjoying yourself more because hey this is like shit that i like to do so it's not it's stressful but in a different way right that can be applied to your household because yeah. at the end of the day you know you are in a type of relationship with the person the other person that you're living with and okay we're both supposed to be doing stuff to make this household to keep this household afloat mm-hmm. so then why don't we just do things that we're actually good at to keep the household afloat together because it's not just one person that's the benefit of yeah. having two people. And the conversation can go from anyone that's seasoned because the, the conversation and the roles definitely grow and change, you know, as people have kids and they grow up and they do things, you know, it, it all adjusts. And for new relationships, this conversation might set you up for a very, very strong relationship yep. going forward. So have these conversations. Be open to talking about it. A lot of times we go in and we're just automatically, all right, this is how it is. You're going to cook and clean and I'm going to do this and I'm going to bring home the AKA bacon, whatever. (laughs) Sure. But then what if it turns around and, you know, your wife gets a bomb ass job where she's making six figures and doing all this and company car this and this, that, and the third. And then you're sitting out. Okay. All right. I'll have dinner home when you get home. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing's wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. There will be a lot of instincts that you're going to naturally fall into. Yes. You know, and that's okay too. But be aware of yourself and your surroundings and how the relationship affects that. You know, you guys will turn into the best versions of yourselves when you talk to each other. And figure out what works best for you. Outside influence is going to be the biggest thing that's going to stop you guys. Right. Especially... And I, I pause myself to say this. Not every detail of your relationship oh. needs to be spoken. That's that's a big one. That's a big one. Yes. I'm glad you paused. Yeah. Not every detail of your relationship needs to be spoken. It doesn't need to be posted. It doesn't need to be tweeted. Okay? It doesn't need to be on live. Right. It doesn't need to be a hashtag. Not every aspect of your relationship needs to be out there. What works for you in the home stays in the home. And that's that. But the conversation between you two should be happening between you two. two. Yeah. To let the bros talk you out of doing something. Exactly. 
you know, guys are going to talk, girls are going to talk. But a lot of times people love to give you their opinion and they're not in your relationship. There's only two people in your relationship or more than that if that's your business, whatever. That's your business. (laughs) Whatever that works. But outside influence is a lot of key factors, especially off of this podcast that we both listened to and watched, they say is a part of it. The outside influence hinders the growth of the relationship because they don't want to let their guards down and speak truth. So whatever works for you guys, works for you guys. And start breaking down the gender roles. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. It's really perfect. I'm actually still struggling, uh, battling back um, what is considered like um, female, you know, a a feminine role. Okay. Um, I still, yeah. So I completely understand so how other people might be having issues with like, no, I'm like the man. I'm supposed to be doing this. It's hard. It's a constant struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say one of my things is um, I constantly say um, sorry a lot, mm-hmm. and I know that's like a, a female thing. So I, even though I'm conscious of it, I still hear myself myself saying it like a crazy amount of times throughout the day. And I even had one boss tell, like, I was talking to them, him, and he was like, stop saying sorry so much. And it's just, I was like, oh, and immediately what was my next thing? I'm so, I'm sorry. It's bad. It's bad. So it's, it's not going to happen. It's not going to be something that happens overnight, but we promise a successful relationship. If you keep trying, keep pushing at it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm glad you shared that because I did always want to know like how you're like you're just really good at not keeping to quote unquote gender roles. I've always really appreciated that about you and I've always thought that just made you very um, mature. Are these mature things? These are mature things. Yeah, they are. (laughs) They are. This is this maturity. This is all like years of doing the wrong thing for too for too long and realizing like this doesn't work for us so this is good you guys you're getting like a preview of what your mid mid to early 30s could look like hey oh and we're, we're stressing this also right now because covid has kept so many people in the house yeah. so that like these roles these lines can really be blurred because you're both home a lot now right. So um, maybe ease into it that way. Yeah. And the reason why we, you know, you know, Marie emphasized on COVID being the catalyst of this conversation is because that's what really sparked our conversation. You know, we even, you know, tapped into it pre-COVID, but we never really, we never really got into the meat meat and potatoes of it because we were kind of doing things on a on an automatic right you know we would both do the laundry sometimes and we would both do certain things sometimes or she would do it one time and i wouldn't do it and you know it was just kind of like that but you know when we watched the podcast that we you know we mentioned at the beginning you know one of the speakers spoke about how they did not contribute to the household at all mm-hmm. because they were away so much because they were away so much doing business and when they came back and they were on lockdown because of covid 
complete mayhem ensued. Yeah. Because one person was doing the majority of the work and the other one was just sitting down, you know, catching up on the Netflix queue. Yeah. You know, so things like that can trigger a very hostile environment because someone's going to be feeling unappreciated, overworked, tired, you know, and everything on top of what the world is going on right now all add to the mental strain. Right. So, you know, when that conversation came up, you know, that's when I was just like, this is something that we went through ourselves Mm -hmm. and said, we need to make sure we reiterate it to the public because it does happen. It does happen. It does happen. And, you know, there are stories that have been told that can can go all the way left. Right. But this is what happens when you have preventative measures. And we wanted to make sure we say it out loud. Because right. some people are probably going through the same thing right at this moment, right when you're we're listening and we're speaking, and they're like, "What do I do?" Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have to speak. You just have to open your mouth. Sometimes it's not going to be great what you're going to be hearing. Oh boy! But at least it's out there, and maybe you can find a better resolution. Yes, it. yes. Opening your mouth and speaking—it's like I don't—I don't know if maybe for females, but it's like some of the some of the hardest things in the world is to talk to you about stuff that like I want to but don't want to right because I feel like no this is something that I should just be dealing with yeah same for me and it's like damn no but like if it's odd if it's weighing heavy on my mind and it's bothering me or whatever then he can tell which is true yeah or you can feel it because my energy's off so like I have to confide in you and that's difficult it is difficult I'll add on something that was also on the um, podcast. <laughs> after the, a person does something like, okay, after a man will do the dishes, he wants like a congratulations or yep. a cookie. Yeah. I find myself, if I'm doing something that yep. is not Marie, mm-hmm. not very Marie, mm-hmm. I'll like... I'll do it. Yep. Leave it for a second, an yep. hour or so. Yep. And then I'll come and be like, hey, yep. I did such and such yep. thing. And you'll look at me and yep. be like, okay, well, yep. why'd you have to tell me? And I'm like, well, I just wanted you to know. And yeah. it's <laughs> it's almost Immediate like. praise. Yes. You need the praise. Yes. I need the I, and validation. I say, yeah. And I do remember early on, she used to do that a lot. Yeah. And I would kind of tell her, I'm like, but why 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 are you asking for recognition though i don't understand i don't understand and it's like she would take it as a slight yes but it was almost like i it needs to be done yeah i know these are things that (laughs) but i did it (laughs) needs to be done regardless of praise or not so you're doing what's needed for the household i don't understand how you need a cookie like i don't i don't get why you need a gold star on your chart Mm mm-hmm so after a while, she kind of realized that that's not going to impress me. That's not something that requires praise because you are a grown adult and that's something okay. you should be doing and no one should be doing it for you. Now, let's say, for example, there is a plate in the sink and you're doing something or whatever. And then I bring a plate to the sink automatically. I'm going both plates. I'm not going to be a dick about it and just do one plate and be like, hey, you left your plate here. That's not going to go down. That's not what I'm doing. Right. You know, yeah. you know, but that's the thing, guys. You don't need to get recognition for everything that you do around the house. You don't need it. And move move slowly out of that wanting. 
it'll take a minute because I wouldn't say I wanted praise I just wanted to just, like show you like oh look I did this and I did it without you nagging that was kind of my thing not that I necessarily wanted you to praise me or anything like that or I wasn't trying to like impress you with it because it's household stuff or whatever right. so it's not going to impress anybody right. but I had done it I had completed it and therefore like I wanted some type of like oh hey I want to like a little remember you had like gold stars for doing things and yeah I did want a gold star shoot cause hey you know what I don't usually do something like that uh -huh. and I did it and I feel like I did it well mm -hmm. and I did want to show it off a little bit mm -hmm. like um hello like yeah so It'll take you some time to move out of that space or it'll take you even some time to move out of the space of like uh, begrudgingly doing the dishes or begrudgingly doing the laundry. But at the end of the however, like three weeks, four weeks, six months, however long it takes you for it to become habitual, mm -hmm. you'll realize that all you're doing is contributing to the household. And therefore, you really shouldn't be congratulated. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, my God. I know I can look back and say I was and I think even back then I knew I was being somewhat ridiculous but I didn't care I wanted to nudge nudge and be like hey look what <laughs> and I there, did and she was getting nothing from me <laughs> so much so that she stormed off once and she was just like this is fucking ridiculous <laughs> and I was just like I, I really don't understand what you need from me right oh now my God. and one time I was just like waiting for you to like get up and like see it so and you didn't like get up and see it so i had to say it <laughs> i was waiting one time it's like okay okay as soon as he gets up and he like walks in he's gonna see it and he's gonna say something he's gonna be like uh, well like why oh so sad this comes with time <laughs> it does it just comes with time it, it really does it really does slowly work on it talk to each other push past that you know awkwardness of like not wanting to share and share because honestly guys you're going to feel better the person's going to understand you better and that's what you ultimately want right a better deeper connection and more understanding of each other absolutely absolutely well all right guys well thank you for listening to the first half um i hope this opens up the conversation between you and your partner about what gender roles you fall into and mm -hmm. what you don't fall into and how you guys can come together and kind of make it work. Yeah. Uh, what we're going to do right now, as always, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll hit you with our second half. Stay tuned. And we are back. Yes. Uh, so... This second half, I kind of just wanted to speak on because if you guys remember, I believe last season, we were talking about the two shows primarily, especially on OWN, that we have fallen in love with. And one of them is uh, Ready to Love, mm -hmm. and the other is Put a Ring on It. Um, <clears throat> we definitely been keeping up with this show. And for our new listeners out there, if you don't know what Ready to Love is, it's basically a dating show surrounding by 30 plus um, yep. Black individuals, both uh, male and female, um, kind of in their search for love. Right. Um, and they just go on different dates and get to know each other. And the dynamics just build and shift. And somewhere around the end of the season, you're supposed to be having three couples um, that three... 
three? three or four? Yeah, it was four. I felt like it was four last season. I think it was four last season. Yeah, four. So four couples. Three to four couples, really. Yeah, they're ideally. Uh, ideally. <laughs> um, that come down to it and they choose each other and they kind of begin their relationship. relationship. And hopefully down the line, we'll see what happens. Right. Blah, 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 blah. Right. So anyway, um, throughout this, there have been... Three? Four seasons so four far. Seasons. Four seasons so far. And out of the four seasons, mm. Uh, mm. I think there is one successful couple out of the four seasons. That's not bad comparing, com- comparing that to The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Right. You know, um, sure. Um, but in this particular season, which was filmed in D.C., right. Um, an interesting conversation came through with one of the finalists. Sometimes, and they have these reunion specials. Let reunion, me preface. Right, 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 let, right. let us preface with that. Um, they have the re- reunion specials, and they follow up with certain couples, and to see, hey, if you guys are still together, or are you working through it, or whatever the case may be. Some say, no, we're not together. Things fizzled no. out immediately. Um, some say, you know, we tried it for a couple months and just realized, you know, outside of the show, we are not really in each other's space to be together like that. So that's one thing. Others like, yeah, we're still together and we're still thriving, you know. And then next thing you know, you find out a couple of days later, they're not. It was just to (laughs) save face. But in this particular one, um, two finalists by the name of Mumin and Frank, um, who we thought throughout their dating process, developed a little bit late in the game, but still developed naturally. Um, agreed, agreed. They chose each other. Yep. Um, and they decided to see what happens. And I actually was in the position to root for the for this contestant, Frank, because I believe he spoke with intent throughout the show. Yes. Um, throughout it every, as it appeared to be throughout the uh, the show, um, every date that he was on, even when he spoke to the other gentlemen and the host of the show, it was always with intent. And I said, that's a good characteristic to have, especially going throughout this process. Being as open and vulnerable is key because you know you're going to be surrounded with so much temptation and so many things are happening. You got to just make sure you're on part. So come to the end of it now, he speaks to the person that he decided to continue the journey on, which was Mumin. Okay. Um, and come to find out, you know, it was it was revealed later in the reunion that they technically weren't together, but on screen in and of itself before that reveal, they looked like they were just cool as cucumbers. Mm-hmm. And... You know, Marie. Sitting close. Yeah, sitting close. Marie and myself was like, okay, that's good. Yeah. That's yeah, good because, yeah. you know, the, the chemistry, we were seeing it develop and it was there and there was, you know, good vibes for all. We were hopeful. We were, we hope- were hopeful. We were hopeful. And come to find out that. Nope. That was not the case. Immediately, as, as what Mumin has pointed out, immediately after the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Contact ceased. Yeah. There was no relationship. Nope. He left her in the dark, left yep. her on red, yep. ghosted her, pretty much. Pretty much. And I think days before the show, they just started talking. 
and trying to see what was what. And as the the and dialogue even that seemed to fizzle. Huh, say again? And even that seemed to it, fizzle. Even that seemed to fizzle. Yes, yes. Um, and throughout the conversation they had in front of the others about their situation, it was clear that no intent was really made on Frank's part. Right. You know, he kind of said that, you know, the glitz and glamour of the show got in the way of things. Yeah. Among other things and life and work kind of circled back pretty hard. And he just couldn't deal with it. Weird. Very weird. Both Marie and myself were in like, and not to say, oh my gosh, but a little shock. Like, what the fuck? Yes. Yes. When they had the conversation, something was really said. If you are not clear with what you need in the life that you have, do not pursue someone. Ooh. Okay. And I was like, that... It resonated with me. It resonated with me a lot. Because... I knew a time when I was getting into a relationship and I was frank. And I was not letting the person that I was talking to know what I really needed in the relationship and what I actually wanted in a relationship. I was just going through the motions, the motions as Frank was. And it ended up hurting her. And I ended up feeling like a real dick at the end of it because I was just like, oh, well, you know, I was really looking for a relationship. I didn't know what type of relationship I wanted. I fell into this because we just started dating more than I was dating another person. And all of a sudden, exclusivity just kind of fell into my lap. Okay. Okay. And I had to now deal with, okay, I now have a girlfriend. And I don't really want one, or at least I don't want this one. Yeah, yeah. It was like I did not choose you. There was no Pokemon, you know. There was nothing like that going on. I choose you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it was just like I get where he was coming from, but I also realize that a lot of us are so scared to say what we are actually looking for. We are so scared because sometimes. What we want may seem crazy to people or off-putting, you know? And it's just like, no, that's what we're comfortable with. That's what we need to feel better Mm -hmm. or feel as if this is going to be the relationship I can take to the end. Right. Or take it for however However long long. it's going to be. Right. And I'm like, why are we so scared to say what we really need you know i have some theories um please i will diverge divulge i believe um so it's it could be a two-parter some people um have issues verbalizing what they want mm-hmm. and that can go back to like trauma as a childhood okay. in the childhood or some people are just not used to being asked what they want and this is again you know going back to like childhood and how you were raised and how were you was your voice valued in your home Mm. valued Mm. at school yeah 
were you know were you allowed the space to speak and and people listen and then adjust to how you felt and if all these if your answer is no 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 then you're less likely going to be a person to speak up in a relationship and it's going to be really hard for you to do so and so then you can fall into the like oh i'm dating this person oh we got serious a couple months ago and i didn't really realize mm -hmm. and oh shoot now i have where a whole is, boyfriend where does this random toothbrush come from hmm? where does this random toothbrush come from <laughs> why is there an extra pillow <laughs> all of a sudden my sheets are smooth <laughs> what what is it? thread yeah. count? Yeah. Yeah. Thing <laughs> thread count. Yes, yeah. thread count. Yeah. Things like that <laughs> pop up, you know, and it's something that I, I realize I'm like, that just It's crazy. It's crazy that, you know, there are so many people that do that and then end up getting into these weird mm -hmm. outtake arguments about each other where they're like, you never said and I never did and mm -hmm. this is it's like how did we get here? Yeah. And that really is what Moon means. How did we get here? You know, I what is what was your immediate take after that conversation that Frank and Moomin had? Okay, my take was I felt okay. Did this guy either two things happened. Mm -hmm. Now, we we did specify that there are a bunch of guys, a bunch of bachelors and a bunch of bachelorettes. Right. They all choose, they all take turns like eliminating each other so no one has it's not like the bachelor and it's not like the bachelorette no one has like supreme power over any season mm -hmm. so thus you will have the, the final people kind of in between two different relationships sure thus i feel frank may have wanted another female ending right. and perhaps towards like the last final like um days he got a very clear understanding from the other female that like okay maybe you know i i feel like i'm vibing with someone else so i'm gonna choose that other person mm -hmm. and so i don't mean to say like no me was like a second choice but perhaps she was a high second choice or high or high number number one too <laughs> You know, my second number one. <laughs> <laughs> you're number two, but you're number but you're one. still number one. Right. You're like, you know, I'm yeah. really, really liking the, these last two women. And perhaps he felt like, you know, oh shit, like I really didn't want the other girl. So I, I and I didn't want to necessarily make her feel bad and not choose her. So I just chose her. And then at the end, he, he may have just been like, all right, well, forget it. Right. Or he completely misrepresented himself he got way too deep with her and didn't want to like embarrass her or clown her on t or national tv so just went through the rest of the motions and then at the end well still something could have been said like once the cameras finally clicked off it could have been said like oh you know um i need some time you know this was a lot no. i don't know how long they shoot for it must be more than one month at least yeah it might be a three month shot or it something like be. that i don't think it's super long but mm -hmm. so let's just say it's put a three month cap on it it's been a whole lot these last three months we're still dealing with COVID. you know you have to 
they didn't necessarily go out of DC, but like, let's say you go back to real life, go back to real life DC. And he could have asked for a good couple of weeks to just get himself situated back into whatever he's doing, his daily life, and then bring, you know, the additive person. The thing that bothers me with this show, and I'll be honest, is that there's a lot of hesitancy at the end, the final three, the final four, the final five, like I can't, I, each season I see this hesitancy, like, oh, I don't really know if I want to open this person up into my life. And a lot of times, I mean, we'll, me and Marlon will be sitting here and I'll look at him and I'll be like, I think I know exactly why every single one of them is single. Mm. Like I, I absolutely see it. I absolutely see it. You don't know how to compromise. You don't know how to talk about your feelings. You, for some reason, think copying and pasting the same behavior to each and every girl that you fucking see or each and every girl that you talk to is a good play. Even though you know, you yourself say, oh, I've had a bunch of first dates. You don't hear a problem with that, my guy? Rounding 40? Jesus Christ. Daddy to who? With that type of attitude, my God. Vasectomy. Do it. Save us. Save us. It's it's like the I just want to hold the mirror up. <laughs> I just want to hold a giant mirror up and I want everyone to see themselves. Do you see you? Now, personally speaking, I like to hold the mirror up to myself in the shower. Right. And really plainly like look at, but perhaps I do too much interreflection. Perhaps I do too much because I will consider I consider myself very empathetic, but I do it too much. Like I'm constantly worrying about how my actions, how other people are interpreting my actions. Mm. I'm constantly thinking about that, like how I'm moving, how what I'm doing ha- is affecting everyone around me. That right. is a constant thing in my mind. To the point that I, I really sometimes forget about myself. Right. I don't think that's a problem for a lot of these people. Mm. <laughs> At all. It's like, like, and it's bizarre because it's like you're on a dating show, right? Mm-hmm. So the point is to get to know somebody. So then why are you bringing bullshit that you didn't, you know, that didn't clearly didn't work? Because if it did, you wouldn't be on the show. Right. So it's, it's really weird. It's it's very it's very weird. Um, perhaps the show could benefit from a relationship counselor mm. coming on. Dare I say, close to the beginning, and maybe sitting down with groups of people, fives, and and hey, what do you what do you want out of life? Let's start with that mm. big picture mm. out of life. Mm-hmm. Then whittle it down, then whittle it down, and it will it down to the point like, what do you want out of a relationship? Are you ready for one right now? Because it is okay to say no. Hundred percent. You know, just because your parents were married at twenty three and twenty four, and just because you see your friends, at, you know, booed up and kissed up and married yeah. and all that stuff doesn't mean that the pace that they're at needs to be your pace it's not. some people just need to take a hot breath and be single 
for a minute mm-hmm. and not try to be up under somebody every single time they're in and out of a relationship. It doesn't. It just. Yeah. It, it just. It's it's. And, a I, and I and I say disaster. this with all relative respect to every contestant on there. You know, you all signed up for this for an intent to find love. Right. You know, and that is the goal. Is are you ready? And throughout the process, people will narrow you out because you might not be compatible with them right. during that process. That doesn't right. necessarily mean that there's not somebody out there for you. However, you know, I see that. And especially with the guys, I'm focusing more on the guys. The the amount of restraint that some of the guys had in expressing what they genuinely want mm. was very prominent throughout this show. Mm-hmm. Not every gentleman on that show did that, but the majority did. And I think it led to a lot of folks coming up short when it came to finals uh, or I'm going to say final selection, I guess, um, because they were like, we just don't see the clarity and the intent in what you want. I mean, there there were several points in the reunion where a lot of the females came at the males because they were like, well, why did you even open your mouth and say anything? And, you know, they were like, I don't know, folks. Yeah. You know, so it's just like I always try to lead in my own personal relationship, you got to say what you mean, man. And even if it's not necessarily coming out the most clear way, get it out. Mm-hmm. A lot of times just getting it out, you know, and then once they listen and they kind of read it back to you, you'll find the words. You'll find the words. You'll find the words Figure because even in the reunion, some uh, one of the contestants kind of not necessarily cut somebody but like let them know that i'm kind of focusing on another person the delivery that they gave was very like cutthroat and throughout that process you know she was affected by it she even said she was affected by it she was taken back by how you you were going down this path everything was cute yellow big road all great and then left field, you're yeah. just going to pull the rug from under yeah. me. Yeah. And throughout the process, he openly admitted, he was just like, if I were just to get my words out, better, yeah, it would have saved you so much confusion mm-hmm. and we would be in a better place as friends. Right. You know, a lot of times we just don't want to hold ourselves accountable for the feelings that we have inside and just be like, okay, you know what? I'm sorry. This may sting, but I need to do it for me. Some yeah. you gotta understand. Some, some people, not all people, but some people are more receptive to your blunt truth than hiding in the shadows and lurking with words. Right, 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 right. You know, getting it out there is just sometimes just the way to do it. And I, like I said, I brought this up because I felt bad for Mumin because of how she was led throughout this entire process, believing that she found a dude. That was going to be in her long-term view. Definitely. Definitely felt like that. She she even said at the last episode, for those who, you know, have never watched. Right. At the last episode, I believe in your words. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I believe in the intent that you carry. I would like to continue this process with you. I would like to see where this goes because you're leading in the way that I feel is right. To turn around and and hear now... That that wasn't the way. It just—it's like then, why would you say that? Right. 
because you could have used a whole different type of sentence to convey whatever bullshit you were trying to convey at that time at that particular time why did you have to yeah i i don't i don't it was know. definitely a left field total left field it surprised everybody on the couch yeah. and us viewers for yeah. sure yeah because i mean and and i don't want to like this guy he he has a very sympathetic face true and so it's like damn i'm not catching any kind of skeeviness slyness anything from you and you seem to be as slick as one of all now i will say this in his defense i don't feel that he was doing it with ill will okay. i felt i i do feel that after he put himself out there and openly expressed it i mean it was a very very muddled explanation but he got it out <laughs> all right you'll admit it's muddled it was muddled but he got it out you know he seemed and i guess i'm taking it grain of salt this is me watching a show here he seemed like he just was very empathetic and apologetic of how he led it yeah. to that point i will say that yes but overall, I wish, especially in the age bracket that these people are in and how, you know, we are in that age bracket and our listeners are okay. somewhat in that age bracket as well. You guys, we are past the age of smoke and mirrors. We are adults. We don't got time to waste. Mm -mm. Our time is precious. Yes. Whether it be lounging on the couch and doing nothing, that is precious time. It is precious time. Because we don't get much of that anymore because we got life. We got to work. And we got adulting. So yes. people have kids. You got a refrigerator you need to put food in. It's ridiculous. All of those things <laughs> add up. So your time is precious. So if you guys are out there getting into these relationships, please lead with positive intent. Say what's going on. Be upfront and open. Some people might find that refreshing. Some people might find that scared. For those who find that scared, you know they are not for you. Move on. Move on. And it's fine to move on because guess what? There are so many people out there. I know COVID took a good chunk of them out, but there's still a whole lot of people out there. They really are. You will find someone else. Oh my God. I know that's like the worst thing to say to people, but it's so true. It's, it, it's people so People need true. to believe that. People need to you understand need to that. understand. You don't need to be in a relationship. No. When, especially a relationship that you don't want to be in. Yes. Or it's not good for you. It, it ain't, it ain't, you. The, it ain't the wave no more, man. It Stop. ain't the wave. Stop it. Leave them. Leave him. Leave her. Leave them to their own devices. They'll be all right. And the, yes, and you will be better for it. It's fine. It's okay. Oh my gosh. I just like want to stress that for both men and women. Yeah. I do feel women will hold on more than men, but for both of us, both sides, just, you know, my gosh. And again, like you said, like this is a pretty aged group. Right. So I do feel, I don't want to say embarrassed, but I just feel like guys, how do better. why we yes do better why are we still doing this like really and, and still the, the doing statement this? does still stand some people still live in high school yeah yes it's a tough it's a tough tough nut to crack it's crazy crack. but it's crazy. you know there are two parts to this reunion and i see that there's more information that may be divulged about this story so i believe we're going to be picking this up the next episode fine so we'll we'll give you the 
the the tea on that. Okay. We do enjoy the show. Yes. If that's not clear. Yeah. Um, and for the most part, we are, I mean, not for the most part, we are rooting for everyone to find somebody. Yeah. Um, and I'm hopeful that if not last season, this season might spawn a marriage and why not? Yeah. Who right. Who knows? Yeah. It can happen. It, it can, can happen. happen. Just one. They need one. Yeah. If they can get one couple married, then that'll be it. That'll be it. You know, it's like, oh shit, this shit works. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I will say one thing about this season: it was there was a lot of self eliminations. Yeah, the self, the self, me. the self eliminating part did surprise me as well. I do think that the self eliminating was because a lot of people were putting their eggs in one basket mm-hmm. and not exploring the opportunities and giving and making themselves open to opportunities. Right. Because people were interested in multiple people. It's just once they honed in on that one person, they felt that, that they were it. done and they were going to ride off into the sunset with that person and it didn't work out that way. Yeah. So it's kind of hard. That, yeah. that made it kind of hard. Yeah. In that case, like, I get, like, I felt when that woman self eliminated with the guy, I mm-hmm. forgot what their names at sure. this point. Yeah. But um, I was like, oh, now that I was surprised didn't happen in previous seasons mm. because I had seen, you know, oh, I feel like they'd be a good couple. And then she got eliminated or he got eliminated. And it was like, oh, you don't want to just be like, okay, well, like maybe I should just go out with this person because I really was getting along with this person. Right. Like, I understand that it is a, you know, an experience and everyone's supposed to go through the journey and try to keep yourself open. Mm -hmm. But by golly, if you found someone who you think is like, oh, no, this is it, then, yeah, make that jump. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Well, that's going to do it for our show. Um, As always, thank you so much for listening. Shout out to Anchor for giving us the platform to do so. As always, we promote Anchor constantly because why? It's a free platform to start your podcast. So if you're looking to get into the game, Anchor is the place to do that. Uh, Please follow us on our social media. It's on our radar on Twitter. It's on our radar uh, on Instagram. And if you have a topic or question that you want to ask us, please send us an email. It's on our radar at gmail.com. We are happy and open and ready to receive that. Um, As always, we are ending on a positive note of the episode. And today's quote is, if you can't change the situation, change your attitude towards it. Your thoughts are worthy of a new beginning. Wow. Take that one in. So, guys, as always, I am Marlon. And I am Marie. And you've been listening to On Our Radar. We will catch you guys next time. Bye.